Clopen Effect, a retail podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I'm your host, Meredith. And I'm your host, Cass. Let's have some fun. <sighs> oh, God. Well, thank goodness for Tuesdays because, like I told you, I just, I woke up today and I'm like, meh, Tuesday. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> I have not, well, none of us have seen sun in two weeks. I'm going to say since Thanksgiving, I was thinking about it yesterday or today. I think since Thanksgiving, we've seen the sun maybe six times. Yeah. I mean, today a little bit. Yesterday, a little bit. five minutes at the most. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's tough. Midwest is tough. I can't even see my chin hairs because there's no sun. <laughs> <laughs> That's so if good. if you see me tweezing because it's sunny out, just mind your business. That's good because I don't shave my legs. So <laughs> then if I put them outside, you can't see either. So that's excellent. That's a great... Uh, hey, we got silver lining yes. here. Silver lining and lots of hair. I mean, it's January, so I'm not shaving my legs anyways <laughs> right. because you need It's that. no shave January yeah. for the ladies. <laughs> it's insulation. You Was know? it no dry January for you and Bestie on Saturday <laughs> or no? <laughs> we got turned up. <laughs> We had fun. Uh, I love that you guys include me with your Snapchat. Yes. I was like, send it to Meredith, send it to Meredith, send it to Meredith. <laughs> I just was not feeling it. I know. Speaking of no sun, I bailed on you. I know. That's okay. I've bailed on you. That guys was the, I don't times. think I've ever done that. I don't think ever. so either. Ever. And then Emily's like, I'm so glad you said you would go out. I was like, bitch, you got a babysitter. I was not letting you well, down. I know. <laughs> I know. I could have easily stayed home too, but I was like, nope, I'm, I'm going out. You I know? was thinking about that. I'm like, man, what if Cass cancels yeah. on her? Then no. I, w- I would have, uh-uh. obviously, you know, no. for the same reasons, babysitter. No, and but. then she took a couple days off work and I was like, don't tell your husband and just go to my house for the day. Hang out with the puppy. Aww. Take a nap. Watch some Netflix. Have kid free. Nothing to she do She was today. all kid today. Yeah. There yeah. was nothing free about her no. day. No. Uh, I told her. I, I texted her. I said, go take a nap at my house if you need to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, those kids loved her around. But yeah. my, all moms need breaks. Yeah, for All sure. people. All people yeah. need breaks. That's Moms I, or not, everybody. Everybody I, needs a break. Yeah. I've been seeing a lot of kid-free TikTok. You know, it's people that are kid-free. Uh-huh. And how much people with kids hate on kid-free TikTok. And it's like, you're just jealous. Oh. You're jealous you chose a different road, you know? Don't be jealous of me because I chose to not have kids. Well, how will you ever know true love? I don't know. I love my dog oh, a lot. I don't like that battle. I know. I don't like that battle at all. I don't all. either. And people always say, Cass, you're so good with kids. I'm like, because I don't fucking have any. I don't That's know. why I'm good with kids. I don't have any. Yeah. I don't have kids up my ass 24-7. Therefore, I'm happy to see everybody else's kids. Yeah. I'm happy to, like, play board games with them and yeah. hang out with them and let them show me the thing that they showed their parents 500 times, you know? Doesn't that kind of go under the grandparent clause, too? Like, you hear a lot of people say... They're so much better as a grandparent than they were well, a parent yeah. because yeah, they come over to visit. It's right. three hours or four hours of fun right. and they go home. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I, yeah, I don't know. People are weird about that too. They're like, my parents were so strict and they'll like yell at me for saying no to my kid. I think that's bullshit. Mm. I feel like my mom probably treats her grandkids the same way she treated us which is my sister's kids because I don't have any. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a stepdaughter, you know, but yeah, she's grown. She's got her own kids, so I don't have to like, you know. And, of course, I get to spoil our grandkids whenever I want. Yeah. Luckily, my stepdaughter does not, like, ask much of us, you know. Yeah, right, right. She, like, every once in a while, like, what are you guys doing? I'll bring yeah. the kids over to see you. And we're like, yeah, cool, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. 
But usually she'll come over on her days off. She does like grocery shopping on Saturday and she'll mm-hmm. be like, hey, I'm going to stop by. Cool. Come hang out. Yeah. Kid free, you know? <laughs> so uh, kind of a left turn, kind of not. I do not like the people that use their children as excuses. Like, for example, oh, I haven't done anything because of the babies or I haven't yeah. done any of this because of the kids. Yeah. You chose it. Yeah. Balance it out. Well, I always laugh because there's people that'll be like, oh, I couldn't get anything done today because the kids were just, you know, in my, <laughs> let them help you. I, I, I've never had that. So I don't, I don't get it, but I know that there's a lot of people that say, and that. I know it's annoying. Like I get it. Kids are freaking annoying sometimes, <laughs> but, and sometimes the task will take you twice as long because you choose to let the kid help. Yeah. But isn't it better to like, let the kid help and like get it done, still get it done mm-hmm. rather than yelling at them constantly because they're in your way. Like, come on. <laughs> I like people are like, well, who's going to take care of you when you get old? Oh, you think your kids are going to take care of you when you get old? That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Did we get all the bitching out of the I way? Think so <laughs> I said, I got all my complaining out before you hit record. I lied. Welcome to Parenting 101 from the Clopin Effect, a retail podcast. One with grown kids and one with none. (laughs) We know best. Listen to us. Hey, I don't judge any parenting. I know. Yes, I do. I totally judge every single person that posts stuff. And I'm just like, really? Come on. I know. It's so funny. I don't think I ever use my kids as I just always say my kids would never do that. We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. (laughs) And we all know mine are perfect. So it's like. They literally, they literally are. are perfect. So I'm allowed to judge. I hope they keep it that way. And I would like to say it was the way that we raised them, but I doubt it. I, I think feel we like just got you lucky. just got like this weird vortex or something. <laughs> we over got freaking lucky. They're amazing. Like I see Julia. She like comes down from upstairs. She has her lunch dishes and she immediately washes them, puts them in the dryer, you know, wipes the counter where she splashed water. And I was like, my kids would never, <laughs> but we'll never My know. Kids will never do that. We'll never know. There you go. I can't okay. even train my husband to do that. That was excellent. So I, I texted you a couple of days ago and I said, I want to talk about like weird foods that you find at grocery. And I gave you an example and you're like, uh, that's not weird. <laughs> that's someone's religion. So let's not mention that. I was like, oh, I didn't even know. I just saw it and was like, what the heck is this for? So we're going to be careful with that. I was like, maybe let's not call it weird because somebody might think Unique. we're racist. Yeah, we don't. That's not that's not the intention that's here whatsoever. Here. But I am looking at an article that is called 10 of the weirdest foods you can find in grocery. That's them. That's not on yeah. me. Okay. And then the other one that I found is 20 hard to find grocery items. I'm wondering what's hard to find because... Yeah, I only read the first couple, and I'm like, eh, we'll see. We'll I see. mean, unless you literally have to go to, like, a Korean grocery store for that product. Uh, yeah. But I feel like fruits and vegetables have gotten very broad Yeah, in normal grocery stores, right, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Because then, because you know, that's one thing I would hate is if I, even say if I was on, like, a month-long vacation, and yeah. I just wanted something, I'll, I'll use something, like, super... American country fried steak yeah, and you're in Europe somewhere and like you can't find that and you can't find the ingredients to make it. Although I feel like I could pretty much make that anywhere, but you know, just a a simple example of not being able to have that taste of home. Yeah. So I think it's great that like we are broadening our stuff at the stores. Yes. 
There's our different ethnic sections. aisles yep. are mm-hmm. getting larger. Mm-hmm. And I love trying new stuff. Like mm-hmm. I try new stuff all the time. I made some, I took, um, cause I keep seeing people use that. It's curry and it's in a brick form. So you like brown your meat, you saute your veggies, mm. you put these little bricks in there and add some water. And then it's like, you can make it chicken curry or I don't know if you should eat beef with it. I don't know if that's the same kind of Indian I'm doing. Right, right. Air quotes, food. But anyways, and it didn't turn out that great. Oh, no. But it was fun to try. Yeah. You know, so. So I'm someone that eats the same exact thing every single week. I I am very bland. I can't. Like all those TikTok jokes of like white women making bland food. That is me. I'm learning to add more spice and sass to my food. But I think it's because I don't do any, I don't go on recipes.com. No. I don't look up anything. I just know what I like and will eat it yeah. forever until I get sick of it. Like I ate a half a bagel and sun butter okay. for five years probably for really? breakfast until I was like, mm, nah, I'm done. Really? Yeah. Like, I I'm, can't do I do that. the same thing all the time. I should probably do that. Like no. to keep my calories I am in boring. Check, but... <laughs> I need variety in my life, you know? <laughs> and I think we've talked about this before. I always thought my mom was a great cook yeah, growing up. my mom is, yeah. And then I learned that she only used, like, seasoned salt, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> is that the same salt that they have at uh, Steak and Shake now? Like, something like probably, that? Probably, <laughs> like the Lowry seasoned she salt, She probably you know? invented it, and then they're Jesus, making millions on no. it. <laughs> Lowry's been around for, oh, like, years. Oh, Lowry's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, other than that, she used salt and pepper, and then... I, like I've said in the last couple of years watching TikToks, I've learned to use seasoning. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like my food game has like upgraded a hundred percent. Yes. I put a lot of stuff on stuff. Yes. I am learning. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself because last week I was like, I'm so sick of breakfast. I was telling Julia, I'm like, maybe I should just start eating eggs again because at least it's something in the morning. But so I was looking up things like, like vegetarian you breakfast. You pick a really bad time to try to eat eggs again because they're They're so expensive. So it's just for the record, I didn't decide to have them <laughs> or make them or Johnny's eat them. Johnny's like, can you make hard-boiled eggs? I'm like, you got like $100? <laughs> what are you talking about? No. <laughs> Let me go out to the backyard no. and ask the chickens. Shit. So I was super proud of myself. I got almond milk and chia seeds, and I bought 12 eight-ounce mason jars. Yes. And I did a cup of uh, almond milk, two tablespoons of chia, a spoonful of um, peanut butter. Yes. And then I found this, like, it wasn't like the monk sweetener, but it was like no sugar sweetener that's still good for you from a plant. Yeah. And um, what else? And stevia. Shredded coconut. And so you mix that up really, really good twice. Like you mix it up, you let it rest, you mix it up again so that the chia yes. seeds can start soaking yes. up the milk. That's like chia pudding, right? And then you put it in your fridge for the next day. Delish. Yeah. And that it's super good. high protein. It's yeah. like it's like twenty grams of protein, hardly any sugar, just something that yeah. you would get from the milk. I am so happy with myself right now because I do not step out of the box at yeah. all. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That sounds good. It's so good. See if I had that's why, you know, we were talking about health and everything, and yeah. I said, I need a personal trainer. I also need a personal chef. Just someone to tell you what to do. Yeah. You can do your own cooking. I can. And baking. Just have someone say, here's what we're going to do for the yeah. week. Okay, let me go shopping and, and I, I can do it. And I have to be like, I don't need ice cream every night after dinner. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. 
Maybe I could find a chia pudding ice cream. I don't know. I don't know. Like something like that. But when I was younger, we would always have dinner and then a treat. Yeah. So every time I eat now, even after breakfast, my mind thinks, oh, I need something sweet Sweet. after. Yeah. And that's my, my, my vice, I guess. Yeah. Like I'll eat lunch and I'll eat dinner and I'll be like, ooh, I need a piece of chocolate. Yeah. So I'm on day two. And I went over all my calories yesterday and I'm only got seven calories left today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm terrible. Did you eat dinner yet? Yes. Oh, I did. good. I did oh, before good. you came. So yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. You know, I'm good, but. And that's good. And then you're stopping eating like probably about five hours before you go to bed. Yes. So yes. that's perfect. We'll, yeah. We'll see. We'll talk about it next week. I'll be like, listen up, bitch. <laughs> I ate a whole handful of M&M's and noodles. <laughs> like that meme that we shared that says three day, day three of no carbs. And the cashier says, how's your day? Don't worry about me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, why are you talking to me? I'm hangry. I was talking to Brianna today and she was like, I could not go without carbs. I, I would kill someone. It's hard. <laughs> I mean, be even crazy. because I have friends that are recently di- diabetic, you know, and talking to them about carb intake and everything and just cutting carbs. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard. If you do not prepare all of your meals yourself, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. I started following a girl on TikTok. She's doing 30 days, no fast food. Okay. And she would literally eat like breakfast, dinner every day out. Oh. You know what I mean? That would be easy for me. Or maybe eat breakfast at home and then have lunch and dinner out. Yeah. So I, you know, that's something that's hard for me because I drive around all day. Oh, yeah. It's so hard. So what I started doing, (laughs) which it's not necessarily healthy, but it's better than going to McDonald's, is I keep a loaf of bread, peanut butter and jelly in my oh, car. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So I just like, eh, well, it's peanut butter and jelly today, you know. That's perfect. Yeah. Try to bring some fruit, yogurt, or a salad, you know, for... The, the question is, though, what flavor is your jelly? Grape. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a strawberry person or Are a mixed you? berry. Yeah. You know what? I would prefer apricot is my favorite jelly Ooh, yes. that is my favorite that goes into jelly. rotation every once in a yes. while here but i got the grape because it was in a squeezy you know oh, so perfect. i don't need any any yes you know you utensils for yes. it yes yeah perfect yeah perfect and well how's your peanut butter too it's not squeezy but i do i have plastic forks in my okay. car okay but i thought a jar of jelly would just be too messy peanut butter yeah I can handle. sometimes for some reason yeah. it doesn't yeah. It doesn't work as well like as peanut scooping butter. Scooping it out and putting yeah. it on bread. I just imagine it getting on the outside yep. of the jar. And yep. my mom made me OCD about that. Yep. And so, yeah. Yeah. Steve always tells the story. He was having a party here at the house one time. Yeah. Or like a cookout. And he had all the condiments, like just in the fridge. So friends were helping themselves. Yeah. And a friend used ketchup on his hot dog or whatever, brat or whatever, which is such a sin anyways. Yeah. And he went before he closed the lid, he licked it. <gasps> Stop. <laughs> That's one of those auto things that yes. you do. And then you go, oh, wait, I'm not at no, my own he, house. No, he did not say that. He was like, lick, cap it, throw it back in the fridge. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know how Steve is yeah. with germs. Yeah. So I can't even imagine. This was before that went my time. Gar- that yeah. was like right into the garbage. <laughs> Honey, put ketchup on the list. <laughs> I just bought a bottle. Nope, we need a new one. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, gosh. Ew. And then he's like, oh, I'm putting that in the back of my head that I will never use any condiment <laughs> at his house. Oh, my God. So what do you have for me? You said you have a list. You did some research. I did. Yeah, you So go. you said that you were finding... What did you find? Hard to find foods. Yeah, hard to find groceries, <coughs> and ten of the weirdest. Foods, ten of the weirdest. Which we're gonna call unique. Okay, 
So I went and I looked at, let me pull up. See, I'm so bad at this, pulling up my bookmarks. I forget. I got to go on Chrome. Okay, so I have, this is historychannel.com. Okay. And they have uh, the, I don't want to call it weird. Yeah, unique. The most unique food in history. Oh. So the first one they have is fish bladder jam. It kind of made me gag. (laughs) You did. You had to pause for a minute. So this is food in history, obviously. Um, I don't think this is made too often anymore. Does it have an origin? Okay, so the Victorians, okay, it says sounds lovely, doesn't it? The Victorians certainly thought so. So it was a gooey substance that they squeezed out of the bladders of sturgeon fish, and it was used as a thickening agent. Oh, interesting. Used in making glue. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like horses all over again. <laughs> I was reading an article that said, you know, I don't know when what time frame that is. Um, they would use every single part right. of an animal. Definitely. So they would find ways. You know, someone just said, oh, let's try this. But I wonder, you know, if they used it for the taste or if they just used it to use it because they wanted to use every part of the animal. Like, how do you flavor something like that? <laughs> well, I was recently listening to a podcast, a Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, yeah. And he had um, this gentleman on. He has a, a Netflix channel. Uh, I'm sorry, not Netflix, YouTube. Oh. He's got a YouTube channel, and it's like the greatest food show. So this gentleman, like, really looked up to um, Anthony Bourdain and Andrew Zimmern. Mm. I don't know if you remember Andrew Zimmern mm. had weird mm-hmm. foods. Mm-hmm. And those were like his protégés. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, let me see. Oh, I'm on the wrong one. I'm on Clopin. Because I want to tell you this guy's name because he's pretty good. And it's Sonny from the Best Ever Food Review Show. Mm. So you can find him on YouTube. Um, but he was talking about how a lot in a lot of different countries that, you know, if they kill a cow or a goat or whatever for their village the first thing they eat is the organs. Oh. And he thinks it has a lot to do with preserving meat. Like you can preserve a leg of a cow or a goat, but you can't preserve like the heart, the liver, the intestines, the brain. Makes sense. It makes sense. The blood. They drink a lot of the blood. Yes. Is really good iron and stuff like that. Yeah. I know you're like gagging over there. (laughs) I'm hearing what you're saying, but I'm freaking out. I know. It's so much. It's a lot to take in. But yeah, and then again, they use every part every of that part, animal. Every part, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is another thing that he talked about was eating rodents. Yeah. A lot of other countries eat rodents. We don't. Number two on this list is mice. Oh, okay. So um, <laughs> it says looking at a mouse, you wouldn't think there's much to it. That's exactly what I was going to say. To yeah. turn it into a meal, but that didn't stop the Romans. So they ate a type of dormouse, which was a lot bigger and fatter than the ones we see today. I was going to say, um, they're saying mice. Are they more like rats, though? Probably. Rats get very big. Yeah. We've seen some big rats uh, they look like in dogs. the city. They yeah. look like dogs. So that was considered a delicacy back in ancient Rome. Sick. You know, why would they consider it a delicacy if, if mice eat pretty much anything? Or are they picky eaters where they would be tasty? Um, I, You know, I don't know. Do you... I I don't know that mice 
I think they eat what is available to them. Yeah. Like, yeah, they'll eat a dead body if that's all that's available to them. But if there was a dead body and then a bunch of like fresh food over here, I feel like they would go for the fresh food. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. So it says, um, with very little else to do other than run around a bit, sleep and eat vast quantities of food, the dormice grew fat and, oh, they would keep them and fatten them up. Oh, there we go. Okay. There we go. So they would feed them with what they would want. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, okay. So this one is called tansies. This doesn't sound so bad. So back in medieval times, Lent was miserable, right? Because you yes. couldn't have any meat. Yes. You were limited. There's a lot of fasting, right? Fasting. Mm-hmm. And I think they ate fish on Fridays. That's mm-hmm. why we have fish fries yep. around here yep. now. Yeah. Um, so the English came up with a solution, and they called it the tansy. It was a mm. sweet and savory dish that was somewhere between a pancake and an omelet. Oh. So it had this tannacetum vulgar herb oh. in it. It's a yellow flowered herb and it had been used in traditional medicine where it was seen as particular use in treating kidney problems. Oh. Despite the fact that later transpired it was slightly poisonous. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. So yeah, it was like a big pancake. So they would uh they would huh. add more ingredients like almonds, breadcrumbs, nutmeg, and lashes of cream. What does that mean? Just like Mm-hmm. lashes that's like how that's how i picture scoops. it scoops yeah scoops of cream yeah, yeah. ambergris that's what it looks like I don't know. okay so it says it's been used as an ingredient in food and drink for hundreds of years mm. king charles ii's favorite dish was a mixture of eggs and ambergris it had been used to flavor everything from cigarettes turkish coffee and even hot chocolate but what is ambergris Formed in the intestinal tracts of sperm whales over many years, ambergris is a grayish-brown, waxy substance that some scientists believe is produced by the whales to help pass pass objects. Man, I hope no one is eating right now. (laughs) We're going to put a warning on the beginning of this one. Do not eat during this episode. Okay, and then it's been used in the perfume industry also Mm -hmm. so it is um now fallen out of flavor as a food additive possibly because people found out what it was and where it came from i'm looking it up right now on the computer it says freshly (laughs) produced ambergris has a marine fecal order (laughs) odor (laughs) smells like salty poop (laughs) wow wow salty poop (laughs) so this is the cock and trice okay the cock and trice um, there was once a time when not just real animals, but also imaginary animals were served up in the palaces of the mighty. Okay. Like cockroach? Is, no. This oh, is, no. It's like this cock is people. Trice. Okay. This is people with too much money. Okay. They're like, make me this. Make me a half chicken and a half cow. <laughs> So it says, one was the upper body of a suckling pig, which a suckling pig is just a baby pig, sewn onto the bottom half of a capon or turkey. The other was the front end of the capon sewn onto the half bottom half of the pig. They were roasted on open spits and 
presented as star of the show. Is that kind of like turducken? <laughs> but it's cock and trice. I feel like turducken is inside of each other. And you don't like they, sew it? They ate each other. Yeah. <laughs> this is like they're trying to like... What's that magical animal you fed us at the party the other night, chef? <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of it right now. It's giving me weird goosebumps. So how about beaver tails? I bet people still eat beaver tail. Um, I believe there was a sparkling water that people found out that they were using beaver butts to filter the water. <laughs> and I no longer drink that kind of sparkling water. But go ahead. It was the raspberry flavor. Comes from... An anal gland in so the beaver. So I've heard. <laughs> oh, gosh. Go ahead. Okay, so this is in England in the Middle Ages. <laughs> and I'm sorry, this is what? Before I interrupted you, beaver what? I'm looking all this beaver stuff tails. up. Beaver, beaver tails. Beaver tails. Beaver tails. All right, yes. I'm looking it up as you're, as you're so talking. So fish was not considered meat back in those days. So fast days, which included all of Lent, Wednesdays yeah. and Fridays, and even uh, the run-up to Christmas came to be days when fish was the dish of the day. So I think they got tired of fish and they were like, hey, we can eat beaver tails. Wow. <laughs> oh, they were similar in shape to a flat fish if you use your imagination. They also looked like they were covered in scales. And they spent a lot of time underwater. Therefore, they were actually fish, they said. Wow. <laughs> so there's actually a beaver tails... It's a Canadian pastry shop. Okay. Um, and they're they're just created with whole wheat flour okay. and like soft. So it reminds me of elephant ears. That's what I looked up, thank goodness. When I looked up beaver tails, Amazon or not Amazon, Google brought me to this, which is <laughs> so much nicer than the other turducken thing we were talking about. Can you look at this? Oh God. Okay, I'm gonna spell it for you. C-O-C-K-E-R-E-L. I think I know what it is. Cockerel? Yeah. It's a young rooster. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cock beer, they called this one. Oh, okay. It was made by tossing a dead cockerel in a selection of small, strong-smelling herbs into a barrel of beer. I'm not going to talk about that part. I was going to say, <laughs> we got to ask Kishwaukee Brewery about this because... I have a feeling they would know, but they don't do this. Okay, so the reason for ruining a perfectly good beer with a giant chicken tea bag stemmed from the belief that the beer would be imparted with the cockerel's characteristics of strength, vigor, and courage. Therefore, it was mainly drank by big manly men. Okay. <laughs> so it says a male chicken is considered a cockerel. Okay. So they would do this to the male small okay. rooster. When or male I started chicken. reading it and I saw like the strong smelling herbs into a bag, I was thinking about, you know, how sometimes people will take like the stomach of an animal, mm -hmm. wash it out real good, and then stuff it, sew it up. I think they do that in Scotland. And, what is and then cook haggis. The Isn't it haggis? Is that why we're called haggard? <laughs> H-A-G-G-I-S, I think. All right, H-A-G-G-I-S. I hope you're all that. Googling this with us. <laughs> Savory pudding containing sheep's pluck, which is heart, liver, and lungs. Yeah. And there's onion, oatmeal, spices. And they put it inside of the stomach, I think, to cook it. Amazing. <laughs> Here's one that's odd to me, just because I would never think to eat them. 
And I heard they're very dangerous to hunt is a gray heron. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I know Todd told me that you can't use dogs to hunt gray heron because they will pluck the eyes out of yeah, your dogs. I, yes, they have very long beaks. <laughs> so it wasn't unusual for monarchs and noblemen. Of course. Only the rich people got the good stuff, where their usual diet of fish was replaced with livers and other entrails to fatten them up. Once killed, cooks had to make sure none of the bones of the birds were broken as the fluid inside the bones leaked into the meat and made the flesh taste of fish. Okay, so, you know, we mentioned some of this stuff, Uh and it seems like a lot of countries and here eat liver. Yes, no, you know, what, liver's good. Yes. So all the blood leaving the stomach, intestines, uh-huh. it has to pass through the liver, and the li- liver's a filter, right? So it processes this blood, breaks it down, balances it, and then puts it back out to the body, right? right. If I'm thinking right. correctly. Right. So you're eating something that is a filter and maybe has like, well, what, you know, a filter finally gets like, you know, your, if you think about your fridge filter, it gets done. You have to replace Clogged. it. Yeah. So I think that's called psoriasis. What are you, <laughs> so, so what are you eating? Okay. In this liver, being that it's a filter, I just I'm thinking I'm so probably thinking I too much think into this. Your kidneys filter more than your liver do in that way. Oh, okay. Okay. Like your liver, yes, it will filter your blood, but everything in your blood, I'm doing air quotes again, yeah. is supposed to be in there. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So because your liver makes bile. Yes. Right? And that goes into your gallbladder and then your gallbladder spits it into your large My intestine. My gallbladder, you don't have one. I don't have one. <laughs> Mine does that. Yours does not. My liver goes straight (laughs) to the intestines. So, yeah. So, I think the filtering of the liver is a little less than, like, what the kidneys do. The kidneys take bad things out of your blood. Yeah. And then then it goes through your People eat kidneys, too. Yeah. So, again, I I guess it's the same question. Like, what are you eating? You're eating a filter. But... People probably think I'm gross, but when I buy a turkey, I always boil the mm-hmm. neck and livers and gizzard and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and then I use that broth to make my gravy. I think a lot of people do that. And put it in my stuffing, yep. but then I always eat those things. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like them, like them in the stuffing, so I usually just eat them myself. Yeah, yeah. Turkey neck is, like, so good. Yeah, what is so good about it? It's like... um. The dark meat of the turkey, but like moist. Okay. You know how turkey's generally dry? A little bit. Even yeah. the dark meat yeah. is a little bit dry. The turkey necks, when you boil them like that, they just like, they're Hold so Hold on good. to the moisture. Yeah. I think a lot of people use smoked turkey necks and uh, smoked turkey wings for their collard greens. Okay. You know, because it gives it a good smoky taste, but then you get that meat in there too. Okay. And it's good it's good eating. Now, so we're a retail podcast. Yeah. But we're and we're naming all this stuff. So if yeah. you go to other countries that do this, can you find this stuff in a grocery store or is this um uh well, yeah, if you're a hunter, definitely. Right, right, right. If you have a farm, I'm sure You could sure really live off the land is what I'm saying. You could take a a a big bird and a pig and sew them together if yeah. you wanted. To. Yeah. <laughs> and go to mom and get the lorry so, uh, yeah. the spices, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Just don't take the poisonous ones like right. they did back in the day. Right. Don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, granted, they put like lead on their face, right? To hide their lead makeup, to hide their scars from their chicken pox. Yeah. So uh, eating a little bit of poisonous I don't think they're plant, worried about what know? they're putting inside their bodies. <laughs> so speaking of poultry, have you seen the black chicken? If you just like Google like black chicken. Okay. National Geographic has a good little thing about it, and um, it has mm. black bones, organs, and meat. Mm. So there's four breeds of chickens that have black insides, and they all have the same genetic mutation. A science uh, guy, a scientist, <laughs> a science guy Its bones it are bluish black as yes. well. So the A.M. Semeni chicken is the deepest pigmented yeah i'm seeing this yeah even the chicken's meat looks like it has been marinated in squid yes wow that's wild so i've seen um oh my god and look at how cute the other ones are Mm, with their little froze oh yeah oh yeah got little white feather froze um i saw a guy one time and it was around uh halloween and he made bat wings I'm doing air quotes again. Yeah. But he used those black chickens and made chicken wings out of it. And then he called them bat wings, you know, and they oh. were like, oh my God, they looked crazy. Wow. Yeah. I'm very curious if any of our listeners have tried any of this. I would like to know if anybody has had the black chicken because mm-hmm. that sounds so interesting mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Like, does it taste different or is it just your eyes playing a trick on yeah. you? They were talking about that. I think it's called red honey or something. It's oh. supposed to make you hallucinate. Oh, the bizarre hallucinate. Yeah, hallucinogenic yeah. red honey. Yeah, it's uh, from, well, this one is Himalayan. Here's is another that- one, though, that says oh, it mad might just honey. kill you. Yes. It might just kill you if you consume more than one teaspoon. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that one's crazy. They talked about that on, on that um, Joe Rogan podcast, too, because that guy went... And um, got some from like, like these crazy bees only eat these certain flowers, and that's why their honey is so weird. Mm. And um, it's uh like up in the mountains, like it's very dangerous to go collect this honey. Oh wow! Because these bees will build it like out on the edge of cliffs. Wow! They almost make it impossible to get to, probably for a reason. Yeah. I feel like if God puts it that far out of touch, he should probably, probably just leave, leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> leave nature alone. <laughs> so, yeah. What does mad honey do to you? Found in the hills of Nepal. It's known for its psychological effects. When taken in low doses, it can cause dizziness, lightheadedness, and euphoria. Whereas when consumed in higher doses... It can give you hallucinations, vomiting, loss of consciousness, seizures, and in rare cases, death. So that guy was talking about, you know, he's talking to the people that are collecting the honey, and he says, so, like, do you guys eat this all the time? The guy's like, yeah, I did it once 20 years ago. I'm good. Yeah, that was good. That was it. No repeats here. No, don't need any more. <laughs> Tasted death once. I'm good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, that's all the weird well, food I found. for all that. That's amazing. I don't think we'll find any mad honey in our grocery stores. No, no. Uh-huh. And thankfully, we gave up a lot of those weird things a long time ago. So. Yes. So we'll continue next week with my lists Ooh. of the 20 hard-to-find groceries. 
and the 10 of the weirdest foods. I want to know might be some of the same. The hard to find groceries. Yes. That's yes. what I'm interested in. You're going to have to wait along with our listeners. Oh, next shoot. Week. Oh, that was fun. Shoot. I am not ready to go have any kind of ice cream. No. I don't want any kind of food. No. Like, this is perfect. Let's yeah. just do this every week so that I don't feel like eating. We just talk about gross food. <laughs> I'm all like, hmm, that's interesting. I want to try that. Meredith's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. No thanks. <laughs> hey, we are on um, IMDb. What is that? So Tell that me is all where about that. when you Google like artists and, and yes. actors and actresses, yes. that is where people go. That's where the cool kids go. And it's where the cool kids hang out. And it's a lot of hoop jumping. I feel being a podcast, I had to go through quite a few things and you know they have um admins that have to approve yeah. everything they even have to approve your picture they have to approve any information and if you don't use a period at the end of a sentence oh, it, wow. it brings you know it sets it back up it so what happens is super quick i just i quickly worked on this so it's we have a lot of work to do on it i only added our first episode to it okay first you can't get our episodes there it just t- tells the story and the plots of them oh so they still have to come to us our so website it's kind of like Apple. a too long didn't read yeah maybe yeah. i don't okay. know okay <laughs> okay but um yeah so what happens is you fill it out and then it checks for errors okay and i'm telling you it was like three hours of errors I saw all the emails coming yeah. through. So sorry like, about that. What is spamming us right now? Oh my God, it's what is IMDb. She doing? <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Talk to you next week. Bye. brought to you by Nametag Productions, LLC. Entire podcast, unless otherwise stated, written by the hosts. The Klopin Effect, a retail podcast. If we have to be all on this together, we might as well make it fun.